Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. September 10th, 2021. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Redenement PC does conduct Zoom conference calls from 2011 to right now. If anybody has any questions, please raise your hand. Um, But if you're a newcomer and you have never asked questions, um, you'll be promoted, but you just need to show your face and you need to, if possible, tell our team members that you have never asked questions before. You'll be promoted. Shailaja? Uh, hi, Rahul. This is uh, Shailaja. Um, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Uh, so I ha- I came to US on H4 and uh, had H4 EAD. And mm-hmm. uh, when my husband had an extension, I didn't file for H4 extension uh, because we were expecting the 485 EADs, but still they, we didn't get the I-140 approved yet. So we are just waiting upon that. And in the meantime, I moved my, Wait, my H4. Ma'am, first of all. Mm-hmm. So when your husband applied for H-1B, you didn't apply for H-4 extension? No, I did apply that. So no. when, did, when, when, was, when did your H-4 expired or expiring? Uh, last month. I mean, a, few, a couple of weeks back, it got expired. H-4E. Before, before that, you already applied for the adjustment of status. Is that what Correct. you told me? Okay. Correct. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, and uh, because my H4 EAD is expiring, I had a H1B earlier, so I moved to H1B now. Oh, so, so you have a H1B, you applied before your I-94 with the H1B. Correct. H4 expired, okay. Yeah, so I moved to H1B on the day next uh, day after the H4 EA, H4 expires, and now mm-hmm. I'm on H1B. Now mm-hmm. I want to, I, it's eight more months I have my H1B valid. So now I want to apply for H4 extension, right now with the future date the day after my h4 h1b expires mm-hmm. so is that possible i mean like my are my husband's uh, you can why started. why do you have to start it eight months why can't you start it within uh, four I'm, months and um, sorry your question uh, sorry you can start it with the immediate date you don't have to start it at eight months from now though Oh, because why? Because I'm thinking because H4 and H4 EAD, they will have, they will have a one period gap between. So I might have to stop working. Does so it, what difference does it make if you put the start date right now or start it in eight months? Um, no. So, so if I keep it right now, when I move uh, to H4 right away, so does it mm-hmm. uh, uh, help me? If then? you move, if you get then a approval, if work, you get, right? no, if you get, H4 plus EAD approval in three months. Why would you stop working? Tell me. Uh, I was thinking like H4 gets approved first and then after a month or no, so. No, if you EAD file gets... both of them together, they mm-hmm. will get the approval both of them together 99% of the time. Oh, okay. Okay. 
yeah then i don't have to do that uh, with this future date right I, yeah I'll just I'll... put the current date and do it okay yeah what other questions you have for me that's all thank you thank you if you need our help you can drop an email at info@rnlawgroup.com okay. next person please thank you hi rahul can you hear me yes um I, i i used to work with employer a and my perm and i140 are approved and priority date is 2015 mm-hmm. i moved to employer b in last year october and when i looked at employer a perm um attorney up i uh, used only few uh, employment history not um he did not use uh, all the employment history but with the current employer they wanted to use all employment history when they when the current employer apply for perm will it cause any issue because in the previous perm all the employment history was not used which all employment us or indian or both both actually um did you list them out in the ds160 form when you came into united states yes yeah i will list i will list the entire thing out in your current filing got it thank you next person please Sayed Hi Rahul uh, my name is Sayed I'm calling you because my parents actually came here in April and their I94 is expiring on October 12th but my mom's I9 um, my mom's visa is expiring on October 2nd so can they stay here until October 12th or do they have to go before her visa expires or she can stay until no. until the I94 expires she can stay All right Rahul thank you so much for your help it doesn't matter if the passport is 10 years visa she can't stay here for 10 years if the passport visa expires in one month but i94 expires in 6 months she can leave in 6 months next person please raj hey hey raul uh, raj here hey, i'm with a uh, uh, company and my perm is approved now uh, so if i change a different role within the same company uh, do I need to refile the perm altogether if i am your lawyer you don't have to um but it depends on the company policy though normally bigger companies like apple google microsoft no they don't file one more form they will say that it's a natural gradual improvement you're fine but there are some crooked lawyers who wants to make money um who wants to make money that tell the people that they need to file so it depends on who it is though you're speaking about okay Okay. Yes. Thanks, sir. I have one more quick question. Uh huh. Go ahead. My wife's H four EAD was sent to my previous address, and uh, we didn't change address in time, and eventually it was lost uh, uh, there. So, what are my options? I'm we're trying to reach out to SBS, but they're not responding. Uh, should I file for a new uh, replacement of card? Uh yeah, yeah. You have to file for it. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Hey, hi, Rahul Garu. Uh, so, a uh, couple months back, my parents have passed away in India. So, uh, pending uh, uh, adjustment of status, once parole and all, so I couldn't travel. Uh, so, now, like, you know, I have to go there and uh, be a part of uh, some of the ritual, family ritual. Is there any way that I can request, uh, uh, like, an expedite of my advice role? 
that's one question and the second one is like you know, recently i was trying to chat with a live agent through the mr and uh, i got connected to the live agent and he was asking like you know um, would there be any uh, oh, will leave a situation fall under any one of this uh, seven uh, conditions they posted and i was really not sure whether should i uh, option 4 of like you know, emergencies or the urgent humanitarian I was not sure. That's why I didn't wanted to give. Yeah, you can you can put that one. If your parents are ill or something happened, definitely you can put that reason, and they will like. They normally has a good chance of expediting your advance parole. But the problem is they will only give a. Sometimes they only give one month advance parole though. Okay, uh, I mean, uh, like, will it be like a new advance parole that I have to apply emergencies one? Or no, the... no, no, no. They will give it then and there itself. They will. But I will do one thing. prepare mm-hmm. the i131 take it with you just in case along with your pictures too mm-hmm. 131 no uh, what i'm asking uh, rahul is i already filed for adjustment of status and my that advance parole is pending for almost a year now and it's not moving my downgrade application has already approved uh, so i was just thinking of uh, getting that expedited in if there is any uh, way i can do it expedite the green card or the i131 a uh, green card uh, uh, related uh, advance parole like the M- yeah advance parole yeah Ad- so you're just expediting the advance parole correct yeah you can t- give the humanitarian reason nothing wrong with it oh, okay yeah because like now uh, i thought uh, maybe i'm not sure uh, will it fall under sure. that category. sure anything else that's all thank you, thank you. next person please asma balla Hi Rahul. Um, so my question is: We, my husband, we have filed 485 last year, October 28th, mm-hmm. and uh, our I-140 is approved, and our medical RFEs are done. And mm-hmm. um, but our EAD and advance parole hasn't been approved yet. And mm-hmm. due to a family medical emergency, my husband left to India on September 4th. Oh, what's the family? The family is here. I see the family here. Where is he gone? <laughs> uh so there was a medical emergency back home in india so well, getting the point do you have children who are born in usa yes yes we do uh you do okay does does your husband have the h1b stamping in the passport yes he he has it okay so well, so he he can he can come back on the stamping yeah so that's what we thought and that's why he left and we also expedited our advance parole like the previous person he went to the appointment but they did not grant him the advance parole they said hey you have h1b so you don't need the expedited yeah but, I, I, what's the need for expedited advance yeah, parole you wasted but, their time yes but yesterday we got an update on a status saying that a new card has been produced okay. so can he come back with h1b but we haven't received an email yet about the green card why, why not he can see even if he has an advance parole he can still come back on a h1b his h1b is stamped he doesn't need to do anything so right now even though we have a new green card update on i mean any, oh you mean to say yeah. he has the green card approved yes ah. the 485 that's the reason we were worried uh, because our medical rfes were done too so now yesterday we got an update saying that a new card is being produced so can he come back his return date is on september 18 yeah do one thing make sure you give the print outs of everything to the husband okay mm-hmm. when he comes back into the country he can show the h1b to come mm-hmm. back 
I'm not expecting any problem there. In fact, there's one guy who's supposed to give me a report to me today in a similar scenario. Um, I, I'm not expecting much problem for your husband. Oh, so they will say, hey, your green card has been approved. Uh, then you show them that then, yeah, it was not handed over to me. Here is my green card approval that I have in my hand. He shows that he come. When is he planning to come back to anyway? September 18th. Uh, he can prepone as well. But the question is, what is the printout that I need to give? I only have the... You will get a 797 on. approval from USCIS. That's a printout. The online printout with the 485 receipt notice, the online printout that says that the new card has been produced, you can even give that to him too. Okay. So the I-797, if I don't receive it by the time he boards the plane, is that okay? He, that's fine. That's that, fine. He can still come back. Okay. He can still come back then. There won't yes. be any. Okay. Right. Thanks for coming. And, and, and give me an update on September 18th, what happened now? Because anybody okay. who gets good news, they don't inform me. That's a problem I have. <laughs> If they have a bad news, they call me and they bug me. But if they have good news, they don't inform me. So that's a problem I have. Okay, I'll so, yeah, but I'm, I'm nobody call me back. That means that everything is good. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. Yeah, hi Rahul. So uh, my priority date is um, uh, Jan 4, 2017. So I started downgrade uh, in May June time uh, with your company RN Law Group. So now it's in process and then now I have a new opportunity uh, with the different companies. So what should I choose? I won't do it right now because things are moving a lot. I mean, yeah, yes, we do expect it to move all the way to 2018. It doesn't look like it may. Okay. Um, I, I'm not moving out if I were you. Okay, because at least the uh, job part is... <clears throat> is predictable like it's it's firm but do you work with sipeset no currently no okay okay yeah but yeah i mean i i would not <clears throat> move right now i would not okay next person please that's my judgment call uh, okay thank Sanil? you uh, hello uh, Rahul. uh so uh one thing is like my parents i'm on h1b so i'm uh, thinking of bringing parents uh, so considering like uh Chennai consulate uh, all closed. So, uh, what is is there a chance of like getting a B two visa and uh, coming? No, they will. They are they are on the travel ban right now, so they don't issue a B one B twos anymore. Okay. 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 Next person. The only people they will issue is the children who are under twenty one, who are U.S. citizens. Next person, please. Uh, hello, sir. My husband applied for I four eight five and got EAD. We got RFE for medical. Uh, Asking us to submit the November 29th or this September 29th. But my daughter have applied I-485 and uh, haven't got the receipt yet. So she's studying in Ireland now. She is going to be 21 in May 2022. So can we expedite her case since she's reaching 21 in May? So we can withdraw her application. Didn't we discuss about this that it's better to have? Did we discuss before, ma'am, on this issue? Yeah, my husband has spoken to you regarding this time. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be that we need to discuss the role in me. You maybe your daughter need to be involved in the discussion uh, in a, in a Zoom call so that you know. So you didn't got a receipt notice yet, and your daughter. Yeah, yeah, not yet. Yeah. And she has a H four visa that, and that's yeah. She had a H four visa, and she is an Irish citizen. And but, yeah, when is it expires? 
Yeah, yeah, actually we have uh, we have applied for the green card and we got the EAD. I, I, yeah. I know, but when is her H4? Uh, see, she I, just applied for adjustment of status right now, is right? Yeah, that is right, yeah. And when is she turning 21? And uh, next year, May, May 2022. But the problem is, if you guys get the green card, then she can't come on H4 visa. Yeah, right. And then she doesn't have an advance parole. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to make a choice whether you want green card or you want your daughter's green card, ma'am, okay? You need to make a choice. Or you want your daughter's... Your daughter needs to decide whether she wants education or whether she wants to uh, green card. She she just needs to waste one year. That's it. She just have to... Wait yeah, yeah. Actually, I like to know whether she defer her one year in the college. Is it possible to get the green card within one year? Even if she doesn't get an advance green card in one year, she will get an advance parole for sure. Okay. Then actually she's, in, she's eligible for a visa. It's better that we all discuss together. You, your husband, me, and your daughter, ma'am. Because okay. it's a very complex issue. These are not like yes and no answers. Next person, please. Oh, sure. Thank you. Yeah, hi, Rahul. Um, so now my priority date is um, May 2012. Uh, so I used to work for a company before, and now I'm in a company B. So the previous company I used to work for, so they have filed, they agreed to file my green card. So I did work with them for two years. They filed my green card. And just recently, you know, I got my date for biometric, which is scheduled for next week. So the question is, um, can I really, should I really continue with my previous employer green card? Or like, since it's been 180 days, uh, I should file a 485J and port my uh, 485 to the current employer. The current employee has also filed my labor, but but I think it will it will take a long time for this uh, process to go. So what? Yeah, you that's is your previous employer going to revoke the offer he made? Uh, no. So I think I had a good relation with him, so they agreed. I don't think they will revoke the offer. But what will be safer? Because what I'm reading from the on from the online uh, article is that there's a strong chance of RFE uh, because I, my pay stub is not really uh, happening through the employer who has filed my 485. And, but my current employer as, also- as long as your intention is to go and work for them, especially if you have an interview, it's better to consult a lawyer because the, the way you speak will determine whether you're going to get the green card. If you're going to say that I have never had intention to go join that company, they will have to deny the 485 application though. So I, I do used to, I used to work for that company, but yeah, in case- That's say, not the question uh, though. That's not the question I asked though. Mm-hmm. At the time of filing the 485, did you have the intent of joining that company? Did you have the intent at a later date? So these are the things that need to be carefully mastered. Though. If you're going to answer, oh, I never will go back and join that company. The officer doesn't have a choice. They have to deny. Yeah, yeah. But do you think so it, those, it, it, so uh, that's the thing that is getting people into trouble though. But do you suggest uh, Rahul, so they are definitely, I think in case an RFE comes, so I'll have to put in a strong reason. But do you suggest like I can- I don't see any card? RFEs though. I don't see any RFEs. I don't really? see any RFEs. Yeah. So I don't see any RFEs. The only thing is that they will they will not ask in the RFEs. I've oh. never seen RFE asking like that question. The only thing is that when you go for the interview, I have to be very careful about, I want to speak with the client. I spend time. I review the things. In fact, there is an um, AOS interview thing that I put it on. I want you to, uh, I want you to watch the 10 minute video that I put it on. Okay. Sure. So I can I ask you one more question? But do you suggest that yeah. this will be more safer to continue with the previous employer or should I file 485J and since I'm already working? Um, with- I would give a coin to your wife, wife. and toss. 
and see what comes out. There is no, both of them are good choices. I mean, either of them are good choices. Sounds good. Thank you, Rob. The only thing is that if a previous company is backing off though, definitely filing a 485J supplement is an absolutely no choice there for you. Next person, please. Just yeah, uh, thank you all for your time. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. So actually, uh, I my priority date was 2010. And uh, recently, me and my wife got uh, EAD cards in the mail, along with our advanced parole. Uh, I and she are on different H1s. Uh, my company intends to basically cancel my H1, but uh, her company is flexible. So if she maintains her H1, is there any risk in that? Or what do you advise? Is, is it okay? Um, um, who is the primary applicant? You or your wife? Me. Your company wants to cancel your H1B? Uh, my company wants to cancel my H1 and uh, want me to continue uh, using my EAD, but her H1... I got it. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I got it. I, got, I, I mean, whoever is your company lawyer, it's a good lawyer. I really like that lawyer. Believe me. I, I just, it's an extra burden to keep the H1B. People don't understand it. Um, it just, people just don't get it. Uh, having a H-1B and adjustment of status, you're risking yourself more. So that's the smartest lawyer I've ever seen in United States. Okay, he's very good lawyer, your company lawyers. Now to answer your question though, if you move on to the EAD, can your wife maintain the H-1B and adjustment of status EAD? Yeah, legally they, she can, absolutely not a problem. Okay, thanks. Next person, please. I mean, they are avoiding FDNS. They are avoiding a lot of different things by withdrawing the H1B. Very smart lawyer. Yeah. Uh, one, one more quick question. Actually, on the approved, uh, on the EAD card, which has also like uh, advanced parole. Advanced parole. Can I, can I go uh, and come back multiple times on that? Do like, you have, you have kids who are born in the United States? Yeah. Absolutely. You can go on multiple times. It's not one time. You can go sure. 100 times if you want. There are some people who go to Windsor and keep coming back every day too. I won't sure. advise that, but yeah, they can. Next person, yeah. please. Thank you. I appreciate that. Morley? Wow, never seen some lawyer withdrawing the H1B after the EAD approval. I Hi, wish Dan. my clients allow me to do it. <laughs> go ahead, Murli. Hi, Rahul. Yeah, so in last year, I guess uh, I changed my employer A to B and uh, uh, in October uh, through employer A, uh, I applied change of status. And I got uh, my I-140 approved and I got my EAD and advanced payroll. So question is, uh, if I change my company to C and use my advanced payroll and I mean EAD, is that is that okay or is there any risk uh, before I get my green uh, card? Wait, wait, wait. So your previous company filed an I-140 and 485 for you in October? Yes, yes downgrade. Yes, yes. So now you're planning to go join that previous company? Is that what you're no, doing? No, I, I just want, I'm just planning to join a company C. I mean, it's a totally new one. Okay. Are you going to file a 485 supplement with company C? Yeah, that's what they're asking. I mean, so basically they want me yeah. to join on EAD. And they're going to file a 485 J supplement? Yeah. Oh, perfectly all right. Absolutely all right. Your intention at the time of filing the 485 was to join company A. Um, your intention continued for more than 180 days afterwards. And now you're breaking that promise. Nothing wrong with it. Okay. You can break so, the promise and get the green card. Oh, 485J supplement is the keys here? Or? Yeah, that will be the easier thing for you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Next person, please.
Neeraj. Hi, Rahul. Um, I have a question. So back in October, we filed for our uh, 485, me and my wife. Of course, and, uh, Simple ED, uh, sorry, uh, EB3 category, no downgrade. And uh, we got our fingerprints also done. Having said that, um, uh, the USCIS saw those uh, some of those check boxes missing in my wife's uh, um, application. And uh, initially, they rejected her application. And then we refiled it without even getting the letter and uh, they finally approved it. Now, my wife has got a different receipt date than I have. Mine is October and hers is somewhere uh, in March of this mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. So what are its implications in terms of green card interview or I've got my ADAP, but she has not yet uh, gotten yeah, they may not. They may not club both of you. Um, you may get the green card first and she may get it later on. Okay. And in that case, maybe if let's say hypothetically, they do call us for interview, it would happen separately. There is a good chance for it. Yes. Uh, okay. Believe me, 90% of the people are uh, 80 to 90% of the people are still not getting interviews. They're getting the direct green card approvals. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, with regards to uh, like the EAD and all that, I mean, I can't go back and get this receipt date change, right? Because even though we got the letter from them, there is that nothing later not, that can't be changed uh, and it will be adjudicated separately. Don't try to mess it up right now. Okay. Okay. You don't and have my, a choice. You don't have much choices there. Okay. And my second small question is I do follow you on TV Asia and uh, your regular Tuesday sessions. I saw that sure. you mentioned about that, how USCIS could avoid wasting these visa by temporarily issuing the green card and then revoking it next day yes. on. So is that something, uh, I mean, you feel that probably that has 50-50% chance or are we saying that the USCIS may not even go that route altogether and they may not you we know, have to make the... we have to make our attempt though. Did you write the letter to the Kong to yes. the USA? Okay, that we have to make an order, and that's the only way to save the eighty thousand green cards right now. I don't know of any other way. So if somebody finds a way, let me know. That's okay. the only way that I can think about. Okay. So you need to try, you know, you need to have all of your friends make an effort for it. Next person, okay. please. Thank you. Ram. Hello, Rahul. Yes, ma'am. Uh, yeah, uh, I have a question. Uh, I have information. I want to check if that information is true or not. Uh, I am all set to receive my GC. My date is current and completed all the steps in the 485. And it, uh, assuming that I may get an interview, I have requested uh, one I-140 through FOIA. And uh, when I chatted with Emma regarding my 485 case, Emma said that my 485 case is at National Record Center. Uh, that might be because I requested the FOIA. Uh, do you think that since my... No, no, ma'am. That has nothing to do with that. Your FOIA has nothing... FOIA is I-140 that you requested. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, why I'm asking this? Because I have spoken to the few people on some groups and even they are all set to receive the GC and everything is current. They also applied for the FOIA. So their application is also at NRC. Uh, so I'm assuming that because of this, it is it is getting delayed to receive the GC. No, no sense at all. None, yeah. no meaning at all. That okay. has nothing to do with it. This is a bot that's answering the thing. So your okay. FOIA has nothing to do with anything. 
Oh, okay. And one more thing that uh, if we don't receive the uh, GC by September 30th, even though we are all ready to receive uh, the GC, do we have to wait till January when they are using the final action dates? If the final action dates are not current, you will not get the green card, ma'am. You're not supposed to get the green card. Oh, okay. I mean, even, even though our date is in the final action dates, if, for example, in the October, November, December, they'll be using the filing dates, right? Uh, so at that time, no, 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 no. Only for the green card, though, yeah, it's yeah. always final action dates, never filing dates. They oh. are not supposed to give the green cards for the filing filing dates. Only oh. final action dates. Okay, so till again in January only we will receive. If we don't receive the green cards by September thirtieth, right? No, you can receive in October and November and December also. Oh, even, okay, okay, okay. Even though they are using the final action dates. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's For it. the green card, it's only final action dates, no filing dates. Okay. It's filing. You well, filing with the USCIS is the issue that sometimes it's final action dates, sometimes it's the filing dates. When they issue the green card, they cannot issue technically until the final action date is correct. Next person, please. Hi, Rahul. Um, uh, I go, uh, my current employer uh, applied perm EB2. And as per your uh, suggestion, I did uh, EB3 premium. I got my mm -hmm. I-140 road. Uh, so if uh, priority dates moves uh, for EB2, so how much time I have still uh, to apply for EB2 also? I would not advise you do that. Don't mess it up. I would not advise you do that, okay? Um, no, not at all. Don't mess it up. Don't go at the back of the line. Oh, Next okay. person. Should, yeah. Thanks. Hello, Rahul. How are you? Good. Uh, Rahul, thanks for your time. Uh, Rahul, quick question. Uh, I'm applying for my H1 renewal. Mm -hmm. And uh, my first H1, when I had applied, I had got an RFE because um, there was a title of sales application engineer. Um, so now my company has just changed it to like RF applications engineer. So does it matter? Does the title need to be the same when applying for an extension? Everything no. is the same, the job duty and response. No, it doesn't have to be the same. So they can change the word in the title, mm -hmm. right? That's right. And uh, Rahul, uh, is it okay to apply through premium processing when you're going for an extension or is it risky? No, you can apply in premium processing. It's no risk just because you apply for premium processing. Uh, thanks, Rahul. Just one last question, Rahul. Uh, for my uh, uh, perm, uh, my, when I was working with employer uh, uh, B, uh, I got my I-140 approved based on my experience with employer A. Uh, but I, I had like rec uh, supervised recruitment and perm audit. So I got my I-140 after a lot of years. Now I've come to a company C. Um, can I just use my company B's experience uh, and not document company A? Uh, in my perm, or do, do I have to tell that I, 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 because I gained the experience both in A and B, so I, it's the same skill set. You have to, you have to, you, you have to mention A and B in the labor certification form. And do I have to give them experience uh, letters? Letters, from not required. If let's say, for example, you this company C position only requires one year experience, and with Correct. company B, you have two years experience. You yeah. don't have to provide experience letters with company A. Perfect. But I do have to uh, document A and B both, right? You have to document A and B both. Yes. Okay. Uh, for those people, 
Yeah. Rahul, if I can ask one last question. Uh, Rahul, do you That's know... That's too many questions. Let's go to the sorry. next question, please. So, sorry, uh, B2, uh, v, for B2, like parents, are they allowed to travel to the US? Um, no, unless they have children who are under 21. US citizens. Okay. Right. US citizens. Thank you, Rahul. Uh, for the newcomers, guys, you need to show your face and you need to uh, let our team know that you have never asked the questions for you to ask the questions. Um, I'm going to, if you have any questions though, please post it in the chat to everybody. So I'm going to read those questions and we'll try to answer if I can. Suresh? So post them in the chat. I'll take the last caller, but after that, I will try to answer the questions in the chat. So if your question is not answered, you can post it in the chat, guys. Hi, Rahul. Uh, I have a quick question. Uh, my wife uh, came here on H4. I'm on H1. Uh, and uh, as soon as she came in back in 2015, we applied our H1. But they took their time and it was approved in 2016. Mm -hmm. By the time we were expecting a baby, we cannot work. And we moved her back to an H4 within a month or something. Uh, till then, from then, she's working on H4 EAD and we are continuing. Now, but my question is, uh, can I use that uh, H4, yes. H1 approach? Is there, yes. any, is there any validity period, like six years or something? Can I use it for a CAC exam for our lifetime or something? Lifetime. Oh, okay. So she was not on uh, payroll within a month. You we, told me. Yeah. yeah, you told me. You had She had a 984 at one point of time. Right. Yeah, she that's was, enough. Oh, so somebody was saying that six, only six years and all those things. So... Well, I was worried like we have to apply for a new H1 or not. So, okay. Sure. Okay. Um, right. I'm going to the That's questions, right. guys. What about the October? Uh, Sunil is asking question. October and November visa bulletin. Looks like October we may see some EB2 movements, but not much EB3 movements, though. Uh, we are not expecting uh, in October EB3 movement that will cross 2015 January, though. Um, they wasted 80,000 green cards. That's the reason why we are not expecting any moment. Uh, there is a chance the dates may move slowly as compared to last time. Uh, thanks for informing about the second hearing of Chakravarti. Uh, we are closely monitoring that case. Um, our own litigation department, have, we have had made a lot of a uh, lot of different uh, uh, efforts. Uh, we may be planning some litigation. We were expecting uh, not a good news in Chakravarti's case um, because of the way the AOS, whenever you touch the AOS, courts are reluctant. And that's the reason why we didn't file the court case. Uh, but we're watching that case very closely, guys. Um, we applied for AOS in October. I'm the dependent, got my GCAT by my husband, who is a primary applicant, did not get the EAD. Should we be concerned? No, you, you don't have to be concerned. That's fine, not a problem. Um, place of birth sometimes, guys, especially in the passport, 
it doesn't match with the birth certificate it's very common we see that um it's okay but i want you to list yourself out place of birth uh, what is there in the birth certificate if your husband comes miss um, parshuma if your husband comes on a h1b he will be still be green card man he will not be an h1b Uh, Ms. Prasuma Balla, send an email to me at rahul at rnlockgroup.com right now. There is one other person who is supposed to come in today. Uh, so I may, if there is any update, I will, uh, I will update you. Uh, but if I don't update, I mean, that guy never called me, never did anything. So that means everything went through smoothly. Praja, um, we have to do our efforts, Prajay. I mean, that's the only thing that I know that can save the 80,000 green cards. Now, going to Congress, moving the Congress is, is beyond at least what I can imagine that I have the capacity to do. Now, we definitely, when we wrote a lot of letters to the State Department, they put a notice that don't, no, no longer send these letters. Uh, we will address your questions. Uh, that's what they said when we sent 800 letters to them. So there is a chance for it. I mean, it depends on how many efforts could they do it? Could they not do it? That's the only thing that I can see. Prashuma, I, I do not, I, I do not see an issue, ma'am. We have I've sent so many people. Uh, they are fine. I never had any problem. For a student born in UK, are there any opportunities to apply for the green card? Yeah, definitely. And the people who are born in UK, they don't come under the Indian quota. I mean, if they have an employment opportunity here, somebody is willing to file a green card application, they can get the green card within two years. Uh, that's definitely is much better than being born in India or China. It just is not advisable. One is that to file a 485 again using the same position it's not ethical so you will have to withdraw your current i485 application because it's the same job why are you filing two times a 485 now if your wife and husband both of them have a different job and it's a different issue so you have to first withdraw this application and file another application and it's going to mess up because it's a problematic thing i would not do that Um, Veer has this question, he applied in EB3, uh, should you even apply in EB2? That's up to you. I mean, you can apply in EB2. Using the same labor certification, you can absolutely do so. Uh, for employment opportunity to apply earlier than 21, no, I, 
I haven't seen it because there is a requirement of experience and education. Um, so it's, it's not that age is necessary, but they need to have education and experience to get a job in United States. So uh, if they do have, and, and then and they can even before 21, but I'll be very surprised if they, anybody will be eligible for it. Yeah, Praja, we all eyes are on, 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 on Charlie next week uh, for the visa bulletin. Let's see how he's going to act on. Are EB3 downgrades slower than EB2 straight COS applications? Damn, yes. Uh, that is right. That's exactly what we're noticing right now. Thank you guys for coming in. The next uh, 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 next conference will be on Monday. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.